0: I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. It's been referred to as brain drain. That's when a student graduates from a higher education institution in the Rio Grande Valley and then opts to leave our region to start a career elsewhere. In an effort to prevent this brain drain, UTRGV will implement the Pinnacle Scholars Programme. Here's UTRGV President, Dr. Guy Bailey.
1: Now, what is unusual about this, if you've met all those benchmarks and you graduate and you're admitted to the PA program in the School of Medicine, we'll then guarantee full tuition and fees for up to four years for your professional graduate school. What this means is that if you're admitted to this Pinnacle Scholars Program and you meet all the benchmarks and you progress, you can graduate from medical school or the PA program, nursing program, having never paid any tuition or fees, you should be able to graduate debt-free or with very minimal debt. And so that, that's our goal with doing this. We think we can get the best students in the Valley that way. Now we're gonna ask something from those students. We'll ask you to sign an agreement that, will, that you will commit to live in the Rio Grande Valley once you graduate. We've made an investment in you and we'll ask you to make that same investment in the Rio Grande Valley. So that's a key for us moving forward.
0: Recently, in a virtual meeting, UTRGV President Dr. Guy Bailey gave a financial overview and outlined a 10-year outlook for the UT Board of Regents.
1: If we can move a couple of slides forward to the one that says current financial state, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for the opportunity to... uh, share with you our long-range plans, where we are financially and, and where we where we want to go. We'll need your your support in doing this but this is a great time for us to do this for a number of reasons. first first of all, uh, we're kind of at an important juncture in our development as an institution. I gave you a document, just a one pager that says, uh, transforming UTRGB, transforming the Rio Grande Valley, and it lays out what we've achieved over the last six years and what we hope to achieve over the next few. Uh, if you, you think back, uh, I was hired and started uh, July 1st, 2014. Since that time, we've put together an institution of 32,000 students from two legacy institutions. We've combined two cultures and and put all this together, a distributed institution. Uh, we've gotten our SACCOC coc accreditation and thanks to the divorce that UT Brownsville had to go to through before the marriage, that was not a, an easy thing to do. We've been able to change our academic program mix and we think we're well-prepared to be a university of the 21st century. Uh, our practice plan for the School of Medicine is developed and is doing very well. We're very pleased with where we are there. Uh, we provide uh, uh, medical specialties that were never in the Valley before. We've tripled the number of medical residents in the Valley. And uh, we've got a great administrative team in place too. A couple of my finance people and uh, my Dean of the School of Medicine are here with me. You can't see them in the picture, but, but I promise they're, they're right here with me. Uh, but, but the most important thing, we've created uh, the financial strength and stability. That's gonna that'll help us do some important things in the future. So our goal is really to be a national leader in higher education, to provide really first-rate uh, general and professional education, education of the highest quality while maintaining very low student debt. Very low student debt is very important to us. I gave you a copy, or I think you have in your materials, a copy of our annual report, and notice that among. Public universities, national public universities, we are lowest and the for the le- we have the least amount of student debt. Number one for the least amount of student debt, that'll be important. Uh, that's an important assumption underlying everything we do here. Uh, the The slides that follow are built on the following assumptions. We we ex- assume steady revenue growth, but uh, very, very small tuition increases. In fact, we have not built in any tuition increases into the financial plans you see. We assume modest uh, increases in state appropriations, uh, but we, we also assume uh, some enrollment growth at our institution. Uh, we assume the continued expansion of our clinical services, uh, accelerated research activities, and then. Uh, the execution of a clinical transformation plan that that we'll talk to you about And the next what the next slide shows are really three key takeaways about what we want to do over the next five years. First of all, we want to transform our undergraduate student body. We're doing a nice job providing education for students, but we are losing a lot of the best students in the valley. Parents come up to me all the time. Uh, you know, my son or daughter got a scholarship and went away somewhere else and they're not gonna ever move back to the Valley. And so there's a lot of pressure on us to keep our best students in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, not not just in school, but after school. And so that's part of our plan. Uh, To do this, we're gonna need to transform our campus life. And we hope to work with some private partners to do some public private partnerships to transform our, our campus life, make this a better place to live and go to school. And we think that'll help us with our retention rates and a number of things. And then we, uh, clinical expansion, our medical school has been so crucial. Boy, COVID really brought out the importance of our medical school, but we need to continue the clinical expansion to transform health care in the real Grande Valley. And so if we'll skip to a couple of slides later, Uh, To achieve our goal, we're going to have to do several things. First of all, we're going to have to implement more merit-based scholarships, and I'm going to talk to you uh, in just a second about the Pinnacle Scholars Program, which is going to be one of our main mechanisms for keeping the best students in the Valley, not not just to go to school, but to live in the Valley when they graduate. Uh, The development of a rich campus life with additional housing and dining options and we wanna do this through public private partnership. We think it's the most cost efficient way for us and we need to use our resources for other things. And then, uh, as I mentioned, the clinical facilities and opportunities. And of course, the challenge to do this is in a context to do it in a context of, of limited resources. We don't have unlimited resources and, uh, and we need to maintain low debt loads for our students. Uh, anyway, the next slide, Shows you the investments that we need to make and that are absolutely crucial for us. First of all, uh, we we're proposing and we'll be proposing to you soon uh, a cancer center and ambulatory surgery and imaging center. We have an advisory relationship with MD Anderson. They've been very helpful in coming up with plans here, and we want to thank them uh, for for that. At the top half of this this chart, uh, you see uh, the kinds of things we need, uh, the Cancer Center, the Ambulatory Surgery Center. Uh, We need to renovate a significant amount of space. UTSA talked about that earlier to address our current uh, academic needs. Uh, We're gonna need some P3 partnerships for housing, dining, and again, the Pinnacle Scholarship Program, which I'll talk about in just a minute. To do this, it's going to require about a $285 million investment. Uh, $175 million of this will be RFS debt that we'll ask for. The remaining portion, we, we have about $17 million remaining of the original PUF distribution to us when the medical school was formed. Uh, and that goes back to 2014. Uh, we have uh, some uh, over... Uh, forty million in uh, in gift money, private philanthropy, and then about fifty million in unrestricted cash. This has been a very good two years for us, and as we as we go forward, you'll see. Uh, uh we've been, I think, good stewards of our money, and we're in a very good cash position right now. The next slide. Uh, the, this is how we under, transform the undergraduate and graduate student body, the Pinnacle Scholars Program. As all of you know, we received a $40 million gift from McKenzie Scott, but we're very pleased. I've never received 40 million in cash before, 40 million in, in, in stocks and bonds or what have you, but never cash. And, and what that's gonna help us do is transform our undergraduate student body. And we're doing a, uh, we're starting a fundraising campaign Around this, but essentially, the Pinnacle Scholarship Program will work like this. Uh, what we'll do, we have early admission programs for students out of high school to professional school, like the School of Medicine. Uh, these are provisional admissions, assuming they meet certain benchmarks as they move along. They're guaranteed admission to medical school once they graduate. And uh, we do this for the medical school, for the physician assistance program. We'll do it for nursing, for all of our graduate and professional programs. So right out of high school, you'll have provisional provisional admission to the professional program of your choice, school of medicine, uh, what have you. And if you get that, you're guaranteed full tuition and fees for all four undergraduate years, and you're guaranteed housing for the first two years of college. Now that's not terribly unusual. And remember, you've got to meet benchmarks all along to, to do this. Now, what is unusual about this, if you've met all those benchmarks and you graduate and you're admitted to the PA program in the School of Medicine, will then guarantee full tuition and fees for up to four years for your professional graduate school. What this means is that if you're admitted to this Pinnacle Scholars Program and you meet all the benchmarks and you progress, you can graduate from medical school or the PA program, nursing program, having never paid any tuition or fees, you should be able to graduate debt-free or with very minimal debt. And so that, that's our goal with doing this. We think we can get the best students in the Valley that way. Now, we're going to ask something from those students. We'll ask you to sign an agreement that, will, that you will commit to live in the Rio Grande Valley once you graduate. We've made an investment in you and we'll ask you to make that same investment in the Rio Grande Valley. So that's a key for us moving forward. With the next slide, uh, uh, again, uh, we, we need to expand our, our residency programs and also the number of residents in the Rio Grande Valley, especially in Cameron County. Remember, we're, we're across Hidalgo and Cameron County. Uh, by entering into new agreements with hospitals in Brownsville and McAllen, and we're currently working on that, uh, we also need to expand our health care options in the Rio Grande Valley by building the cancer and infusion center uh, that I mentioned earlier on property you approved in your last meeting, what we call the 495 property for us. We need to continue higher to hire physicians and specialties that are un- underrepresented in the valley. And we'd also like to buy into some other surgery centers and facilities, especially in Cameron County, so that we can ensure that we have full uh, reach across the valley, and then we want to build a research operation that that generates 100 million in research, and we'll do this by focusing on the clinical research enterprise. The next slide shows, <clears throat> some gets into some of the numbers here, and this is our 10-year our outlook. So what does our phys- uh, physical position look like, and uh, you can see the, the, this, this gives you our position with and without the investments we've just talked about. If you look at patient revenues, uh, you can see if we make the investments, the patient revenues will be significantly larger than if we don't make uh, the, the, those investments. Uh, so the patient revenues are much stronger and grow an additional 3% on top of estimated figures with investments. Research is much the same way. And if you look at our operating margin, the operating margin graph here, uh, and this is adjusted for depreciation, it remains positive throughout the period we're making this investment. And we don't think it will fall negatively at all. We think our cash flow always remains positive here. Now, the next uh, uh, slides, uh, again, show you additional financial information. Our finance folks like to to give me information in three different ways. So if I don't understand it in one way, I'll understand it in another. And these graphs that follow uh, provide an illustration of of how much debt we can afford. And the first graph is our cash and investment to total debt. And it looks at spendable cash to total debt. Uh, And if you follow the red dotted line, uh, that assumes the $175 million of new debt that we mentioned earlier uh, that, that we need to invest in our institution. And you can see that we're in good shape with this investment. I also asked the team to provide an illustration of how much cash we'd have without taking on any future debt. You can look at the blue dotted line there. We would have a ton of cash and we would not have invested in our future. And so I think it's pretty clear that we're at a point where we do need to make this investment. And so this is really the optimal time to do it. The the second graph below looks at debt service to operations. And this illustration provides a quick look at our actuals to date and the estimated future position of our dependence on borrowed funds relative to our overall expenses. As you can see, we remain well below the maximum ratio Uh, 5%. We're in in very good shape there, even after we've made significant investment. So again, if you look, debt service to operations, good shape there. The third, if you look at the next slide, the the third uh, slide here looks at our operating margin. And uh, this is a little more detailed presentation than what we saw earlier. Uh, And I'd like to point out, We've had some extraordinary performance since 2019. Uh, in, in 2019, uh, you know, we developed a concerted plan to improve our cash position, our financial position, so that we could begin making these investments. We're well ahead of where we thought we'd be right now. Some of this, uh, we we think we did a good job of, of using... Uh, Uh, federal stimulus money to enhance our enrollment growth and uh so we we think we're in very good shape there we've been very prudent financially we've we've not taken big risk and and so with that kind of prudence uh we think we're in very good shape if if you look at the highlighted boxed area this illustrates our our period of most financial stress although it's planned stress uh, while we're in investment mode as we make the investments. And uh, again, when adjusting for depreciation, our goal is to always remain cash positive. We're never in a cash negative position. And that's before, during, and after all of the investment. So the fourth graph, if you look at the overall scorecard, uh, this provides our, our Moody's bond rating today. And as you can see, uh, where our loaded our lowest uh, point anticipated lowest point will be during our investment mode. It never falls below AAA three, and we're well below the maximum threshold of six. In, in any event, we think we are in great financial shape to begin investing into the institution. We think some of this will will involve RFS debt, uh, others. Uh, investments will come from private money and other sources, but we're in a terrific position right now to make the investments that will help us have a really strong and impactful future for the Rio Grande Valley. I'm happy to answer questions as are my financial team. Any, and I think this you can read for yourself. This is kind of our process for going through things. Any questions about, uh, about where we are and what we're doing? What Mr. We're Chairman,
2: can I make a comment,
1: please? Yes.
2: So, Dr. Bailey, first, of all, I just just want to congratulate you on your success um, and the success of your team. Um, congratulate you and commend you on your vision for for the next ten years. Um, really excited about the growth UTRGV and impact it's having in the community on all fronts: academic, healthcare, um, research, and innovation, and, and everywhere else. I mean, you really have an amazing value proposition for. For higher education, and and um, in addition to that, um, I, I really, I mean, you're just growing so fast. I, I've joked with you before and others that, uh, and we have we now have Stuart Stedman on the board, and he, he, he can speak a lot about 60 by 30, but you may be, you're gonna put a huge dent in, you may be solving 60 by 30 by yourself at the way you're growing on the academic side, but on, on the healthcare side and the School of Medicine side, congratulations on your recent hire, the new dean. Uh, the School of Medicine is incredible. And I know you're growing so fast um, and it's so important for our region. So I, I just wanna commend you and your team for the vision, but not only your vision, your ideas, but the way you so successfully implement and operationalize your, your ideas. And so I'm really excited for the future. Uh, we're Really lucky to have you uh, there. And uh, again, congratulations and a great presentation.
1: Thank you, we've got a very good team. and. And we've worked very deliberately and very, very thoughtfully and uh, kind of in a step-by-step process to get to where we are right now. Sorry, uh, I just had a quick comment, President Bailey. Um, I just wanted to note that I think the Pinnacle Scholarship is a great idea. I know over at the law school, we have um, something similar for public interest students. So, um, you know, if they commit to working in public interest for
2: um, a certain period of time, they also receive a scholarship. And I think this not only
1: betters the community, but it traditionally helps um, students at a disadvantage. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. It'll also, I hope, uh, <laughs> satisfy a lot of parents in the Valley who talk to me all the time about this issue. It's a big issue among among uh, families here.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Uh, congratulations on on the great work that's been done in the past, and congratulations on how you're looking at the future. I have I have about uh, 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 just a few comments. One sure. one guy, the patient revenue perspective from the standpoint of creating the cancer center where you control your own destiny. Uh, I would think that that's more and more. In your plan, as you increase patient revenue, two, yes. two, uh, you you the cancer center is absolutely fantastic. You started off doing significant work in an issue that was a major concern, a health issue, and that's diabetes. I think that you've taken that to another level, and I really want to know how does that blend into your five year plan, uh, from a perspective one, patient revenue, but two, addressing a significant need of the region. And three related to the Pinnacle scholarships, the most important thing in terms of keeping kids uh, in the in the in the real Grand Valley is to have uh, jobs for them. Yes. Therefore, I think that that great advisor and placement service that you have on the undergraduate side, you really need to start developing it for these Pinnacle scholars as well. Food for thought. Those are my three points.
1: Thank you so much. And- Yes, I I think that we anticipate significant growth in our clinical revenue. And uh, Dean Hawker already has good ideas and and, uh, some good plans going forward. And uh, so that's a that's a key, a a key point in in helping us really build and expand uh, the kind of patient care we we're delivering. We worry a little bit about jobs. Not so much in healthcare in the valley. There are plenty of healthcare jobs. In areas like engineering, it's a little bit harder. SpaceX has helped there. And we have, if you go to SpaceX right now, you see UTRGV former students everywhere. And you'll see some current students as interns, interns there. But uh but for areas like engineering, this will be a little bit harder to do. And you know, we we know we'll have to make some exceptions for kids in certain specialized areas, but but for accountants and for people in the healthcare area, we, we think there are sufficient jobs. But again, uh, there, there are some areas where there, there will be problems. Yeah.
2: Any other questions or comments for President Bailey or Dr. Kelly? Hearing none, President Bailey, thanks for Thank all these. Thank you so did. much. Yeah. You're Thank a
1: real
2: you pro. You Thank bet. You. You're a pro. We're grateful for your leadership. Thank you. Excited to see how this plays out. Thank you. Uh, There being no other items, the meeting is adjourned.
0: Stay informed about the newest developments at the University of Texas Rio Grande Valley with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Munoz reporting.